0: I am currently recording at 12.50am and, you know, it's giving back to the roots, you know what I mean? Like, first episode, pimple patches on in my wardrobe closet because I didn't have anywhere else to record. You know what I mean? Like, this is very, you know, back to the beginning vibes. But also, I think I felt the need to share because whenever I record this late, I think I let my delirium and... You know, just like the late night jitters get to me, and I just start like fucking spiraling on the episode. So, if I do that this episode, don't say I didn't warn you. Anyway, let's get into it. Welcome to the 20 somethings, guys. I'm back with a little solo episode. And I feel like I should give a little update because we kind of left the last episode with Holly on like a slight cliffhanger about if we were going to Chicago or not. We unfortunately ended up not going to Chicago because long story short, when I had originally looked at the tickets, they were like $35 to go and everyone was game. And when we went to go book, half of the original group ended up not being able to go. And then me and my friend were like, I still kind of want to go and then that's when I asked like Holly and all of them and then by the time that Holly and them said yes it was like three hours before boarding and when I went to go look at the tickets it said it was still $35 so I was like shit we're still good but turns out I was looking at the next weekend and the original tickets that were $35 were now 215 and I was like I am not paying that to go to Chicago for like 42 hours so we ended up not going but then my friend ac which shout out if she's listening to this because she usually listens on her little walks but anyway she texted me after listening to the last podcast and she said something along the lines of like how come you've never asked me to go to chicago at 1 a.m and i was like you know what let's do it and then it was like purely a joke but within five minutes we found a flight that was 35 dollars for this weekend um, and we booked it, like, literally within, like, five minutes. So, I am going to Chicago this weekend. We'll update if anything happens. But, yeah, just thought I should give that little update before we get started. But, yeah. Okay. So, you might be wondering, like, why I'm coming to you live from my bed at approximately 1254 a.m. Um, first of all, I lost the adapter to my mic for my MacBook. Um, so, I couldn't record prior to this time but that's not why by the time you're listening to this I will be graduating in 88 days and I'm fucking spiraling like I'm not it I'm not doing well and I know I've said it before but like I'm really not doing well right now now let me explain okay I mentioned this like a couple episodes back last semester was rough as shit okay, I was unmotivated as fuck, burnt out as hell, didn't really care about due dates, yada, yada, yada. You know, like the stuff that you're supposed to care about when you're in college. Okay. And I probably don't even have to explain this to like any of y'all because most of y'all already know the feeling. Okay. But for those of you that don't, I was dealing with hardcore senioritis. Okay. Now you may be wondering, what is senioritis? Well, According to Urban Dictionary, which I know such a trustworthy source, but you know, like that's the best I could do right now. It's a disease, which I don't know if I would call it a disease, but it's Urban Dictionary and we're just going to go with it. It's a disease affecting most high school seniors or college seniors. Symptoms include laziness, which I don't really agree with because I don't think it's lazy whatever anyway. Lack of motivation, excessive absence in school, putting off assignments till the very last minute, more than usual, feelings of hopelessness, thoughts of giving up, feelings of not caring if you graduate or not, which that wasn't the case for me because I feel like if I didn't graduate, that would send me into a completely different spiral. But moving on, stress, like a lot of stress, more stress than usual, consistent tired feeling, irritable about everything, kind of a panic feeling. And then it ends by saying that the only cure for senioritis is to either graduate or drop out. So yeah, just thought I would put that out there because, you know, rarely do I ever quote a dictionary, but felt like I needed to quote one today. Now, if you haven't experienced this at least once in your life, like not even just as a senior, like just in general, First of all, drop your tips in the DMs because you're either the most productive and sane human being out there, or you're the craziest bitch in the planet. But I digress. homest. that's basically going to be what I'm talking about today because I've been going through these like in and out episodes of senioritis, and I kind of wanted to share what kind of helps me get through like stressful times in terms of academics now. This wouldn't be a 20-somethings episode without me prefacing something. You know what I mean? So let me preface by saying that I'm just a random ass 21-year-old speaking into a microphone right now, okay? I don't know shit about shit. So take this with a grain of salt, as you should with literally anything that I ever say into this microphone, because this is just what works for me, and if it works for you, then great, and if it doesn't, then I don't know, I'm sorry, I guess, (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't know what else to say, but yeah, before we start, I kind of wanted to give like a little rundown of my history with academics, because when I tell you, when I was like ages five to maybe like 18, I thought I was fucking Einstein, okay? And that ended up not being the case, okay? So let me explain. To put a long story short, I think my number one love language is words of affirmation, OK, and y'all can probably see where this is going. Right. And that doesn't really mix well <laughs> when you grow up in a Mexican household where, you know, tough love and like brutal honesty are like the main things provided. And like, don't get me wrong. I don't think I would have changed a single thing about how I was raised, which is so surprising <laughs> that I'm feeding into the whole like, oh, just wait until you grow up and you'll understand why your parents raised you the way they did, blah, 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 blah mentality but that's like a story for another day and mom if you're listening please disregard that I basically just admitted that you were right all along but I don't know it kind of raised me into who I am so like I can't really complain because I ended up pretty good I think I don't know I'm talking to myself in a microphone at one in the morning so you you decide for yourself any all of that to say I quickly realized that if I wanted to get the I'm so proud of you like comments from my very Hispanic parents it was time to hit the books and that's what I like to call drumroll please everyone say it with me a desperate need for academic validation so (laughs) yeah since I was little I was like big brain as fuck okay like I learned all of my multiplication tables not to mention the absolute fucking chokehold that ar points had on me which okay hold on do y'all know what i'm talking about like you would read a book and then take quizzes on them and then like you would earn points in your class it might just be an alabama thing i don't really know if it's not then i just sounded really stupid but i was collecting them hoes like they were fucking bitcoin okay like that was my shit in elementary school anyway Y'all get the point, I was a little try hard and like would literally cry if I got like a B, which how the tables have turned. But anyway, so all of this to say, me excelling in elementary school led to again, a need for academic validation. Like my non-existent dick would grow approximately 2 inches every time I made honor roll, got a little award, got a little ribbon, got into an honor society, you name it. Like I was hung. God, I'm going to have to cut that out. That was so, I can't believe I just said that. (laughs) That was the one in the morning mindset speaking. But anyway, continuing on. I've talked about this before, but I went from literally not having had a seat in my life ever to literally popping champagne bottles, like throwing a party because I passed accounting 210 with a 71 okay so drastic difference there now before i proceed with this next part this is where i have to again remind y'all that this is just my experience and obviously the experience of a social media marketing major is going to be very different than a neuroscience major trying to get a good score on the mcat and then like applying for med school okay like two very different vibes if you catch what i'm saying okay And I'm also not saying that like I entered college and like my grades went to shit like I'm still graduating with honors so nobody get their panties in a twist like I'm not encouraging people to like fail all of their classes okay but you may be wondering what happened okay and to put it simply I just realized okay I was gonna say it and then like it sounded really head-ass in my head and now I kind of don't want to say it but I'm just gonna say it anyway I kind of realized there's more to life than like what i make on my income tax exam okay and then i have this thing called like the five-year rule which i'm sure it's been called like many different things like in the book but it's basically where like if something won't matter in five years don't spend more than five seconds worrying about it so i kind of realized that in five years me absolutely bombing one assignment isn't really gonna matter like in the slightest but anyway Like I mentioned before and, like, earlier in this episode, last semester sucked absolute ass. Like, I was the most unmotivated, stressed out, and, like, burnt out I've been in a fucking while. Like, I think that's close to, like, my sophomore year vibes. Sophomore year was, like, rough, but, like, last semester kicked it out of first place. Which, like, the funny part, which isn't really funny, but whatever- is that you would think that I would be stressed out over, like, my workload, but I was stressed out over my lack of stress towards my workload. Okay, look, not to jump ship, but, like, this will make sense in a little bit, so, like, just follow me for, like, two seconds. But are y'all on that side of TikTok that's, like, lucky girl syndrome? If you're not, it's basically where, like, you just tell yourself that everything works out for you and, like, you just kind of call it into existence. I think I've accidentally been a subscriber to this, like, thought process like my entire life <laughs> and like I don't mean that to say like oh my life is great like everything just works out for me like whatever for example last semester I wouldn't be stressed in the slightest about a due date or like what grade I made on this and like blah blah blah, blah, blah which is rare for me and it ended up stressing me out even more because I developed this whole like it doesn't matter what I make on an assignment like I'm finishing the semester off with an A anyway Mentality. Like when I tell you, I could have made like a 38 on a writing assignment, that was like a good portion of my overall grade. And in my delusional ass head, I would literally be like, well, it doesn't matter. Like I'm still going to have an A at the end of the semester. So, like, this doesn't matter. Like, if you looked at the numbers, there was no fucking way that I should have had an A. Now, did I end up making an A in the class at the end of the semester? Yes, but that's besides the point did it stress me out even more towards the end? abso fucking literally. I was spiraling the last like two weeks of the semester, grasping at like any extra points, extra credit assignments, little tiny final grades that I was submitting. And apparently, from what I've heard, it was like an across-the-board thing. Like everyone was feeling this way. Nobody cared last semester okay nobody's like a generalization like i know a lot of people cared you know what i mean i'm just saying like from what i've heard anyway not to to my own horn but i don't know what changed the second the clock struck midnight on new year's but i low-key have been on top of my shit this semester and actually i should probably knock on some wood hold on give me two seconds because we're only like three weeks in and I give myself maybe a month before I'm a hot mess again. But as of right now, low key, I think I have figured out a system to not completely stress myself out and like manage my time and like still have time to balance like, you know, the other 243 things that I have on my to do list. Actually, let me show some self awareness and say that now that I think about it, I was definitely spiraling last week. But that's because I was like in charge of this event for one of my orgs and it went well. So, like, it's whatever. But yeah, I was just really stressed out. If you saw me last week, I apologize. I was literally like fucking Godzilla in the streets of Birmingham. But whatever. Anyway, besides that little, you know, minor bump in the road, (laughs) things have been pretty smooth. So I just felt like I should share, you know, because maybe if you need some guidance first of all I don't know why you put this podcast on for that but second of all if this helps even just like one of y'all then I'm always happy to share and honestly okay none of these are like super fucking groundbreaking like I'm literally talking like I'm about to share the declaration of independence but again if this helps even one of y'all then I'm happy to share always so without further ado here are my little like tips on how to stay motivated and, like, on top of your shit and, like, still have time to do other shit. You know what I mean? I I just said shit too much, but you get what I'm saying. Number one, get a planner or, like, a to-do list notepad, which most of y'all probably already do this anyway, but before the semester starts, jot down, like, all of your due dates and, like, all of the important dates that you're, like, you're gonna need And then every Sunday before the week starts, jot down all of your assignments in order of when they're due and which ones you need to prioritize. This just gives me a good snapshot of what my week is going to look like instead of me like waking up every morning and being like, oh, what do I have to do today? And then like getting blindsided by this assignment that I probably should have started like four days ago. So yeah, doing everything on Sunday and like kind of making a to-do list just kind of prepares you for the week and lets you know what to expect. Number two, what I like to do, if you can, on Sundays, which I know Sundays sometimes are really busy for some people. For me, Sundays are, like, my least busy, so that's why Sundays work the best for me. I go to a coffee shop or a library and, like, did I just say library wrong? Library. Whatever. Anyway, I'm from the South. That's an excuse, I guess. I'll go to a coffee shop or a library and then get ahead on as much as I can off of my to-do list as absolutely possible, okay? That way, I'm, like, not stressed when it's due because, like, I'll already have done it, and the coffee shop part is optional. I just find that it helps me because, you know, everyone loves a good lazy Sunday, and I'm guilty as charged, so I know if I stay at home, my bed will be eyeing me, like, literally the entire time I'm working, so... I just find that it's better for me to get out of the house or else I'll inevitably end up just laying in my bed for hours on TikTok. So that's what I do. Number three, and this is a big one, invest in materials that are going to help you manage your time. I already mentioned planners and like to-do list notepads, but I actually also have everything digitalized. And usually when I show people this next part, they always ask me like what app I'm using and stuff. So let this be my one contribution to society. If you're not already on Notion, what are you waiting for, okay? I don't even know how to explain Notion, but if you know, you know, okay? It's basically like this online workspace and you can customize it to make it your own. People have like templates on like Etsy and stuff i use it to keep my shit organized and i usually just do my own thing because i don't like buying the templates but templates are easier to like kind of get used to and they basically just do the work for you because you don't have to customize an entire page but yeah basically the best way to describe it it's like a digital binder almost like you can open different tabs or pages is what they call it and customize it to your needs so for example i have like 10 pages And I have like schoolwork, the podcast, future travels, etc. And all that stuff. And then in those pages, you can have sub pages. And so like, in my school one, I have like all of my courses and notes and stuff like that. And then in the podcast one, I have all my podcast notes and like talking points and stuff, my guest agenda and all that stuff. Okay, so it just really helps me stay organized because I can see everything like on my computer and most of the times i have my computer with me and now my planner so it just kind of helps me that low-key sounded like an ad but i'm just like their biggest fan like i've gotten all of my friends on it uh the entire agency that i work for is on it now so trust me when i say it's literally worth it and it's free so like what's your excuse to like not get it okay I will say it takes like some learning and like some getting used to but if you literally just sit down for one day and like dedicate your time to figuring out how it works it's actually so easy and it like it really does change the game I'm gonna be really honest with you but yeah And then besides that, I also use my Apple calendar, and I know a lot of people prefer Google, but I just like Apple's because it syncs to all of my devices, and I don't have to, like, log into my Google account or anything. And it lets me color code all of my events and stuff, depending on what it's for. And it also displays my calendar in, like, time frames, which I really like because then I can gauge, like, where my free time is which I know Google calendars probably does the exact same fucking thing, but I just prefer Apple. I don't, I don't really know what it is. Number four and the last one is to allow yourself to have a breather, okay? I know that sounds stupid and sometimes it's hard to stop studying just because you want to get it done as soon as possible or you're going to be stressed about it, but I promise you, number one, allowing your mind to process the information before ambushing it with more information will go a long way and it'll actually help you retain more information more efficiently at least it was that in my case and then number 2 it doesn't even mean like ditch your tasks to go to a party i mean unless you want to you know i'm very supportive of mostly all choices and decisions <laughs> but even just grabbing lunch with a friend in between your studying can help like, again, your mind process the information before you give it even more information. And number three, just because you're studying at 3am doesn't mean your brain is storing all of that information. So just go to sleep. Okay. And I know it's easy to keep studying. <laughs> I literally just sounded like that TikTok, like ad that they give you after you've been scrolling for too long. That's like, Have you been scrolling? I know it's easy to want to keep scrolling. Ew. Anyway, not the point. It may seem easier to just keep studying and cramming information in, but if your brain needs sleep and you don't give it sleep, nothing will stick, okay? So trust me when I say just go to sleep and wake up early to study. Don't stay up and then sleep in because that never works for retaining information. Anyway, yeah, I hope that helps anyone. Again, like none of this was super fucking groundbreaking and like most of y'all are probably already doing most of these. But again, if like I could help anyone, especially with the Notion thing, if y'all have any questions about Notion, hit my lineup. I love Notion. I love telling people about Notion. I will show you my Notion. You know what I mean? So just let me know if y'all need help with that. But yeah, I did want to leave with this one little note. A big reason why I felt the need to share this is because ever since I started managing my stuff better and like allowing myself to take breaks and stuff, not just I, but like even people around me have said that I look happier. And okay, someone today told me that I look very lively, which I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean. But I know I sure as hell wouldn't have gotten that comment last year. Okay, because I walked around looking like the fucking Grim Reaper. So while senioritis or, you know, like just a lack of motivation, because like, you don't even have to be a senior for this to apply to you. be damaging to your academics it can also just be damaging to like your overall well-being which who would have ever thought me being such a well-being ambassador but yeah i just i don't know i know i keep on referencing like last semester but it genuinely did suck ass and i was literally like in the worst mood always like super irritable super sleep deprived the tiniest things would overstimulate me and like set me off And then I would also just be so tired all the time that I would just want to lay in bed and my room would get so bad. Like it would go days without cleaning until I got to the point where I would have to clean it and then seeing the mess would stress me out even more. And I was like distancing myself from friends and like, you know, all that fun and fresh and cute stuff. So yeah, again, I didn't just want to share this to like tell y'all to get your shit together academically. I just kind of wanted to share it just so you could maybe focus on yourself a little bit more you know it's 2023 it's time to start focusing on our well-being you know what i mean and if you're noticing that your friend's going through like this pattern of like mood swings and all that stuff don't take it to heart they're probably just struggling along and it's a very temporary sitch literally give them to like spring break and you'll be fine you know what i mean If you're listening to this episode on your break from studying for the MCAT or the DAT or the LSAT or whatever the fuck you may be taking in a couple months, I am so proud of you, okay? You're going to fucking kill it. And honestly, I can't wait to see what all of y'all do. Like, I'm so excited for like all my friends who are taking all these like huge exams and like, I don't know. I'm just really excited to see where everyone like ends up in a couple years, which I know right now they're like probably not doing great. But, you know, you'll get over it. The studying will pay off eventually and like you won't have to deal with this in like a couple years when you're like already set in your career. Anyway, if that's not you, the prior statements still apply about me like, you know, being proud of you or whatever. But also take a fucking chill pill, okay? Breathe for a second and this is gonna sound corny but whatever. Remember that we are literally living on a rock floating in outer space. Okay. So whatever you make in your intro to theater final isn't going to kill you. So chill the fuck out, take a breather, maybe drink some coffee. I don't know, a Celsius. Actually, yeah, drink a Celsius and then go on that website that's going viral on TikTok and apply to get some money off of their lawsuit. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, just leaving y'all with that little final note. I'm proud of all of you. I know I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but if you're listening to this, I'm super fucking proud of you. And I hope you go on to do so many amazing and wonderful things. Okay. And now I'm sounding like your eighth grade English teacher after your like little ceremony where you're going off to high school. Okay. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stop. Okay. And with that, I will leave y'all with my top three songs of the week. Number one is Best Friends by Sammy Rash. She's best friends with all of her exes She talks to them all at the a time I thought if I gave her a necklace Then she would say she would be mine And she does But it's not true for me once maybe not so I can't hold you If you hold on to the past You say you're just friends with him But you were just friends with me Number two, and this shit is status fuck But it's such a good song And like her vocals are really good it Is In the Kitchen by... I don't know how to say her name. Renee Rap? Renny Rap? I don't know. It's one of those two. I'm so sorry if I butchered it. Strangers, <laughs> lovers, enemies. So I'll dance with your ghost in the living room. And then my third song is Celavi by Ethan Sermon. I think that's how you say it. Celavi, a- oh, Celavi, baby. I crack my conscious hammer phone, no fee. A cigarette stains in my new blue jeans. Say it's so sunny, that's your funny, it don't bother me. Celavi, oh, Celavi, baby. I drank a little bit too much caffeine now I'm dripping with anxiety. Say hey, so many, she don't love me but that's like yeah that's all for me today if y'all need any advice again about notion or literally anything that I mentioned or if y'all just need someone to talk to my line is always open. I could literally talk to a fucking brick wall so just let me know But yeah don't forget to follow me on Instagram if you want to at it's Michelle Diaz and the podcast on Instagram is at the 20somethings pod. I post literally everything on there and yeah, I'll let y'all know how Chicago goes. I'm super excited about that, but I don't know. We have to like drive over there at like one in the morning. It's fine. Whatever. Anyway, super excited. I'll let y'all know how that goes, but I'll see y'all next week. Bye.